going somewhere, Pop? Sure. Hello, Rooney. Cool. Well, have a good time, Dad. If you're going to be gone more than a month, drop me a line. But, Max, this isn't just my vacation. It's a vacation with me and my best buddy. Oh, Donald Duck? No, silly. With you. Are you okay, Maxie? What, what did you say? That's right. A vacation, son. We'll spend some real quality time together. I think I'm gonna be sick. Hey, got a present for you. You look just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. Wait, I saved the best for last. <laughs> it's been handed down from goof to goof to goof. And now, it's yours, son. A stick? No, silly. A fishing pole. Fishing? We're going fishing? Yup, just like my dad and me did. Welcome to Geek Squatch, where nostalgia finds a giant hairy beast and spits out a podcast all about 80s and 90s geek culture. On this episode, we're going on a cross-country trip and doing a little father-son bonding because we're going to revisit the Goofy movie. I'm Brandon Kramer, and I'll be getting behind the wheel for the next hour or so. But before we jump in that station wagon and crank up the power line, I'm going to introduce you to the other people with me tonight. And I want, I want you guys to let me know as I introduce you. Who's your favorite classic Disney character? All right, give me the, the, the classics. Pull from the Mickeys, the Donalds, the Goofies, all them. Um, and first up is Jamie McAllister. How are you doing tonight? I was really good until I took a graham cracker in my mouth. Oh, nice, poor nice work. <laughs> poor yeah. timing. I had, no, I had no idea we were starting Bro. right now. It was weird. Know, right? Fashion. What? Where was your warning? <laughs> exactly. I don't broadcast for a living or anything. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Disney character is Eeyore. That's always been kind of my nice. go-to. Yeah. Classic Winnie the Pooh. It's very girly. Totally counts. No, Eeyore, Eeyore's pretty great. My emo role model. There you go. He has all the sadness that <laughs> he's I like, bring. He's like the original emo, huh? He totally is. Thanks for noticing. The stupid little cloud <laughs> follows me around. <laughs> um, Caleb. McAllister, what's you up to, man? Not much. Um, just feeling all the feels from rewatching right? this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, my actually, my favorite retro character or old school character is Goofy. So this is nice. movie is very dear, near and dear to my heart. Um, for more reasons than just that, but um, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this tonight. Very passionate. That's funny. I was telling the guys earlier. I actually shed a tear listening to. Uh, to uh, this, uh, some of the songs from this movie because it just no. brought me back. I did. I did. Oh. My heart of stone. My ro- my robot. <laughs> my robot emotionless body uh, was overtaken by these things that wow. I don't understand. It's so hard uh, not to for me, and we'll talk about why it's not that way for calling. Cause it's obvious. But we watched it when we were young, <laughs> and uh, no, we were twelve years old. I mean, this yeah. thing was like that. You rewatch this movie, it's hard not to just be happy. You know, like seriously. Yeah. Even like on 
on levels that like you get with like Toy Story and Lion King and all that for me. Um, but hey, Colin, I said your name. Hey, you're sitting there. Who's your favorite classic Disney character? Can, can I say Tramp? Tramp. Sure. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah. Man. Why not? That is obscure. Come on, baby, you gotta love Tramp. Well done. Um, one of my buddies. Well, no, I know it. But... Um, actually, same my same buddy. I had a, I had a best friend, Gregor Wilson. Me, we hung out all the time. Like, like, you know, you know, you have that classic best friend growing up. Um, was just like, you know, you do everything together. So from like sixth grade to probably eighth grade, uh, we did, we hung out like all the time. So we did wrestling together, which we just did a show about, and then we. Um, I forget, it must have been one summer, <laughs> like we did sleepovers, and we watched Lady and Tramp back to back to back to back. <laughs> what? Like, for some reason, we both just loved that movie. A I love sleepover Tramp. with boys watching Lady and the Tramp yep. over and over and over again. Don't judge me. That's a story, buddy. Don't judge me. There's more. She never called me that dog before. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jamie's favorite line from that movie. It really is the best line of that movie. <laughs> no, Lady and Tramp's great. Absolutely. Um... My favorite classic character, it's hard for me not to just say Mickey because I'm, I'm that bland, um, mm. but I'm not really. I, You're a I, basic bitch. I am baby. super basic, but I love Mickey, man. <laughs> I have, um, and I just it's moved, so I don't have my own place currently, <laughs> but I have I have a Mickey Mouse kitchen. Like, I have, I have Mickey Mouse no. utensils and towels and, like, Oh, yeah, no, you're that coffee Disney cups. person. I do, absolutely. I love it. I mean, our family kind of go-to thing is Disney, and... Uh, Disneyland. How many times have you been to Disneyland? More times than I have any any clue. Um, really? We grew up in Southern California. We'd go oh, here and there okay. then. And it's kind of been our go-to vacation every, like, you know, three, four, five years my whole life. So What is it about so it's, Mickey? Because I've never connected with Mickey. He's the face of he's the face of everything I love as a kid. He's the mouse, You dude. know what I mean? Like, that, that's all there really is to it. It's like, as a kid, going to Disneyland and being so in love with everything Disney, everything I did... Mickey was there, you know. It was he was the face. He was the face you saw that that immediately clicked that I'm I'm okay. here. I'm so here because again. he I'm was the Disney poster again. boy. It's not anything necessarily yeah. about his personality so. or his whatever he and was in just, features. Yeah, his personality. His personality is great, you know. And um, we used to go to my grandma worked at a hospital in Burbank, California, right across the street from the animation studios. Um, if you look up Disney Animation Studios in Burbank. They have a cool building where, like, instead of pillars, they have the seven dwarfs, like, holding the building up. That's oh, super neat. cool. Um, but we used to go there to, and, and you know what? It's, I was young. I don't know if we went there or if it was at the hospital. But they would um, film or show Mickey's Christmas Carol around Christmas time for the hospital employee families. So we got to go to that every year. So, I mean, just Mickey memories. You know, I just I love, I love Mickey. All right. I ain't, sh- I ain't shamed, guys. I'm not. I'm not saying you should <laughs> be. You rock that Mickey. Mickey's my boy. Like I, said, I never connected with him, so I was curious. Donald's do not have a Mickey tattoo. No, I would totally do that, though, if I ever get a tattoo. That's a good, like, like Mickey or Pac-Man or something like that is what I would get. Um, but if I went Pac-Man for a classic, because you guys all went, like, classic movies, my mine would be, like, Peter Pan or Robin Hood. All right. but, oh, God, I love that's, Robin that's Hood. That's kind of where all, all you guys went, which is cool. Which is we need to have. Uh, I've said it before in our private chat, but I'm gonna say it in this right now. We need to have like the rise of furry dumb, and I, Wait, and I think what? like the whole podcast dedicated to that. Oh, no, I'm gonna tie this all the way back. Well, actually, it could go all the way back to Jungle Book, but I think a lot of it has to do with Robin Hood. Uh, Can I just Robin say that I've never heard of furry dumb before I met you, Caleb? I'm just 
throwing that out there. You do not Which spend is... enough time on the internet. Because <laughs> eventually, after you know, twelve hours, you get there. Like it doesn't matter where you start. It's like a winding path that all ends up there. Um, also, you probably never spent any significant time on deviant art. Or in San Francisco. Lord, I'm That's just going to, okay, you don't, all right. You don't have to go far out your window in San Francisco we're, to find the We're going to talk all about Roxanne <laughs> here in a minute, guys. Um, just hold, hold your horses. In the meantime, guys, check out this Powerline track, and we'll be right back. Okay, here we go. We're going to get into one of my favorite Disney classic movies and one that I think gets pretty overlooked and I think for probably good measure. Like, this came out in 95 and around that time we had Lion King coming out, Toy Story. We already had Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. Like, early to mid-90s Disney is like the heyday, right? I mean, well, I don't think think that's just speaking to our childhoods. I really think that's probably... The cream of the crop as far as those Disney animated features go. Um, when did Toy Story come out? 95. The same year. Wow. A little bit, little bit later, yeah. That's um, crazy. I always think of it as so much later. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like that way, but for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, those early, those mid-90s Disney, it was, it was, it was insane, the quality of, of movies we were getting. Um, but So we're going to get into the Wayback Machine, and we're going to go back to April of 1995 when the Goofy movie was released on April 7th. The top grossing movie that weekend was not Goofy Movie. It was Bad Boys. Yeah. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> of course it was. I'm going to admit to something. I have never seen that movie. Oh, what? that's really funny. I know. Okay. I need to see it. It's on I the list. I think you'd appreciate it. it. My mom likes that one. Yeah. Wow. It's mm-hmm. saying something. It's definitely it's, it's definitely worth seeing. I've only seen that one maybe once or twice. I like Bad Boys 2 a lot. I think it's great. And I've seen that. I, I've seen that a handful of times. I always think of uh, Hot Fuzz when they, you know, the oh, they God. say you haven't, you've never seen Bad Boys Two. I can't do my horrible you know, British impression. Uh, what that came, was a really bad British. It was really bad. What came first? The it had to have been cops using the Bad Boys theme song, right? Is what? Oh made, yeah, that, that show's okay. been on. I, if, that I don't makes know if it's sense. Still on, but it was on for like twenty something. Oh yeah, yeah, cops was yeah. way before. I just had to think about that for a second because that makes total. That's why it's referred to as Bad Boys. This movie as they're yeah. as they're both cops because yes. it, the cops. It is definitely song. the song is definitely the egg. Never mind. Yes, chicken, egg. yes. The song's the egg. The movie's the chicken. Um, I still don't know which came first. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Um, bad analogy. Forget everything I said. <laughs> The number one Billboard song this week was Take a Bow by Madonna. Oh, and yeah. I didn't even go that back to look at it. I cannot ring a bell. It just doesn't ring a bell for me at all either. Oh, really? Are you kidding Jamie, me? Oh, Jamie, yeah. give me a line. Take a bow. I don't know. 
Again, not ringing a bell at all. Oh no! It's... <laughs> is it? All, I don't know. Yeah. I know the tune. I don't know the words. Is it a lower yeah. key one of hers? Then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so it's it's totally a ballad. Yeah, okay, it so it's not like a pop song. It's a it's a ballad. Okay. Did that Rihanna makes sense, do a remix? Because that's the first thing that pops up. No, but she should. She Only has a song be a lot more Should she? Should she? Does she? Does she? Problem. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I saw something. Madonna in concert, and she bent over and showed us all her ass for way too long. I don't have so, a like that. I don't know that you could oversexualize I'm a anything. Fan. I'm a point. fan of that. I mean, Madonna is a kid. He just she's who kissed Britney, right? Like that's yeah, but she's like fifty million now. I'm okay so... with it. It's fifty million. I'm okay with it. Doesn't sound that old to me anymore. Say that much. Um, on a somber really note, in the news, and just because it's kind of as, as a nostalgia thing, we definitely place events in our lives based on. Sometimes tragedy. And uh, on April 19th, 1995, was the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm. Oh, um, wow. So that was definitely something I remember being in the news. And and I, like I said before, we were t- I was 12. I think Jamie was as well. Caleb, were you 13? And Colin, No, not yet. This is, wow. that, this so, is that weird in-between okay. period where we're the same So age. we're all 12 and, and Colin's 15. So we, it's absolutely we're all at impressionable ages where, you know, a big – you know, national tragedy is something that we are aware of. Um, but I went to that. I've seen that museum, the walkthrough museum over there in oh, Oklahoma wow, City. Oh, wow, That's cool. And it is, I mean, it's chilling. I mean, and, it, and yeah. it's as it should be. Um, but I recommend it. If you're in the area or just going through, kind of put that. If, it, if, it's, a, if it's an event that affected you, go check that, that thing out. But let's bring it back to a better note. Let's, let's talk about the Goofy movie. Let's talk about um, all the reasons that we love it and all the reasons that Colin doesn't appreciate it because he's too old to be watching the Goofy movie for the first damn time. What's wrong with you, man? (laughs) So the Goofy movie is based on the the Disney afternoon cartoon, The Goof Troop. Um, And The Goof Troop, it portrayed – it was in 1992, I believe, when The Goof Troop was launched. And it portrayed Goofy as a single father of his son, Max. Um, They had their neighbors, Pete, um, who was – kind of the the ultimate disney villain he's just always kind of the you know the heel in all the disney movies um but the goof goofy movie acted as a direct sequel to goof troop and in the goof troop max and pete who's his best friend pj pj pete jr pj jr yeah um are um are middle school age junior high middle school age and in a goofy movie they're in their high schoolers so it acted as a direct sequel to um, Goof Troop. So I want to start with asking you guys, like your your memories of Goof Troop and Goofy Movie um, as kids um, outside of Colin. So Jamie, do you remember watching Goofy Movie? Absolutely. I mean, I don't have any specific memories of like seeing it in the theater or it being like monumental in my youth or in growing up. Uh, but it was definitely very present and very popular. Like we mm-hmm. definitely watched it multiple times. Yeah. It was a, a very present movie at that time period. Cool. And we loved it. It's so good. You should have. Colin, Caleb? Uh, I don't remember seeing this in theaters. I do remember um, buying it on VHS and watching it so often that the uh, that probably broke it. Probably, I, I think we ended up. <laughs> Like the VHS, Did you break the DVD? I think we broke the, the VHS. You broke the DVD. <laughs> well, this is pre-DVD. Does that even happen? Oh, it was VHS? Yeah, VHS. oh yeah. Oh, right, because I bought Titanic on VHS. Yeah. Oh, both tapes? We, we had to have two tapes? Oh. That was so dumb. Yeah, no, you need both tapes. I will I will say that Goof Troop itself is 
it's all you know we ta- had the uh, uh, DuckTales episode mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is the tale I would say like if you're looking at the arc of the Disney afternoon shows and like the, where they peaked this is after the peak mm-hmm. or like like just after the peak so Darkwing Duck's over um, Chippendale now we're into, like yeah. the Aladdin series and Dude, that kind I of love stuff Darkwing which Duck. they're still good they're just not as good as the, the first few they're not those that, original that, ideas that were huge yeah. like they started to kind of revamp these now popular movies, like you said, like going with an Aladdin thing and all that, which I never liked that Aladdin cartoon. I love the Aladdin movies. Even this one, the sequels is pretty good. The second one, I think, but, um, the movie, I, I, I never, I never movie. liked the cartoon whatsoever. I'm going to go before Colin cause Colin's, I've kind of alluded to, <laughs> I'm, I've already alluded to basically that Colin didn't watch it as a kid. Um, so we watched goofy movie, um, as you know, Caleb's stories are similar to mine. I remember just reused, Rewatching the first 15 minutes of this movie over and over again. Like, I'd watch it through that first auditorium scene where he sings the power line and gets caught in the And Omar then just Jim. rewind it to him, yeah, leaving the house to and and doing that scene again. And in that concert scene and him, him dancing and performing that, I, I imagine I would be mimicking in my living room as a kid as he's doing it um, as often as possible. So, I loved, I loved this movie and rewatching it now, probably for the first time in. Yeah, I don't know, 20, 15 years, something like that. You know, um, it 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 was it was nice. It was nice and nostalgic, and I loved it, and I did and I did love it. So, Colin, you just watched it for the first time. I did on Tuesday, and okay. um, so I, the the reason I didn't, you know, yeah, I was probably too old for the time. And Disney movies to me weren't um, they were always fantasy based. You know, it was anthropomorphic anthropomorphic animals. Um, and it, this is this is like a re, more of a realistic storyline than the rest of the. What could be more realistic than two dogs sharing spaghetti? I mean, <laughs> come on! So I think it was just a big. Like, I was aware that the movie existed, uh, but I just was never interested in watching it because I was more into like you know like the Lion King. I held you know hold a special place in my heart and Little Mermaid and like I said the um, Lady and the Tramp and all those sorts of movies. So when this came out, it just it just wasn't something that that ever interested me. Um, and then watching it this week, it, it just, <laughs> I had a really hard time with it. <laughs> and I apologize. Oh, it's like I was watching it, and I was like, I didn't, like, I, I'm a goofy guy. Like, I enjoy Goofy as a character. Um, I was stone-faced through the first, like, I probably cracked a smile at some of the jokes later on, but I was just like, I was more just like feeling bad because now I'm a dad, and I was feeling bad for Goofy trying to connect with his son. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, oh, this is just a sad story. <laughs> It Give takes... it ten years when your kid's in junior high That's and you're what, like, oh yeah. my god, I get it now. I like yeah, to see, it... yeah, Caleb. What's your impression of from watching it as a twelve year old oh, to now watching pers- it as a father? Yeah, my perspective has completely changed. I do totally empathize with with Goofy. Um, obviously, when I was twelve, I was totally like Max. Max. Is, I'm Max. Yeah, speed. dude. I wanted to name. I wanted to name way. a kid Max. Like at one point in my <laughs> life, when I was like. Like fifteen, sixteen. I don't know when. I, I don't know why I'm thinking about stuff like that. I did, too. but I, I know specifically thinking like I'm gonna name a son Max. Yeah, it's yeah. a solid name. Yeah, um, yeah. It's weird now watching this film. Um, it's still <laughs> really funny. It's very much a time capsule for me as far as my, as far as the mid '90s go and my childhood. So, mm-hmm. um, like it's you know we'll talk about Polly Shore. I'm sure later yeah, on. Oh my God. Yeah, um, he's coming up. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, the weasel was a big. I thought he was real funny for a minute. Let's put it that way. Absolutely, uh, man. 
yeah. squeezy cheese. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the so the the Goofy movie, like we said, we mentioned Goof Troop had some similar cast to that, but also introduced a lot of new characters. I'm gonna go through kind of our our cast and our voice actors, um, a little bit and talk about them, give them some credit. Hopefully, you guys will go rewatch this movie and kind of, as you watch it, have some knowledge about the the voices you're hearing in their their past and all that different stuff. So Goofy is played by Bill Farmer. He's been Goofy since 1987 and is currently. Wow. So so at this time he was Goofy for only about 7 years, um 8 Gosh. years. Yeah. Um but is still currently and um Caleb and I I don't think Colin had a chance to watch the 20th anniversary um thing that they did for D23 would have been 2 2 years ago, right? I think so. Um yeah. But yeah, they had him on stage, and and he he's he you could tell that he just loves being this character. You can tell he takes a lot of pride in being goofy. The, the sweetest thing honor. he's the sweetest story he told is that um, he he when they went to the premiere, he brought his five year old son uh, at the time, uh, and when Goofy goes over the uh, the waterfall, mm-hmm. his son started crying, and he said, "Are you okay? What's going on, buddy?" And he said. I thought it was you. Oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> That's rough. And he was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this movie may not be big, like, in the sense of mm-hmm. opening box office or whatever, but it has heart in places that other movies mm-hmm. right now don't. And Yeah. I think that's very uh, true. Oh, I agree. Apt. Yeah. Yeah. It's t- it goes to a place that's way more um, for teenagers than any other Disney property, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. Except for maybe Frozen, but that's—I mean, that, I mean yeah. we're talking like this is the mid '90s. That's very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely for Disney specifically. So, um, so that's Goofy, Bill Farmer, um, Maximilian Goof, um, which yeah. So Max Goof, and you heard that right. That means that Goofy's real name is Goofy Goof. So <laughs> so weird. But Max um, is voiced by Jason Marsden. Um, which he, his, his credits are pretty scarce. Um, he's one of those faces that I recognize every time I see it. And mainly for that last credit I have here in our notes, but I'll go over that. So he was the youngest, the youngest son in Step by Step. If you're, if you were a TGIF household, um, he was, uh, as far as the Geek Squatch reference goes, he was the voice of Thackeray Binks in Hocus Pocus, the cat. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, um, when, tying it all together, when Thackeray is, is, is a cat, he's doing the voice acting for Thackeray Binks. Um, and I always recognize him for, and I wonder if any of you have seen the movie Trojan War. No. I have not. So I reckon it because he's he's a good friend in this. It's Jennifer. It's a Jennifer Love Hewitt movie from like '98. Oh, okay. How have you not seen and, that? Uh, um, who's the other guy? <laughs> the other guy. Love Jennifer Love. The the main the lead in it is the older brother from um, from Boy Meets World. So I can't I can't remember his name now. Um, um, but he's Jason Marsden plays a friend of his, and it's a pretty funny movie. It's just one of those dumb. Um, high school sex comedy movies. That's it, but it, but it's pretty good. It's worth the watch. Keep, keep describing it exactly describing right it. with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. It's called Trojan How War. How little is she wearing? It's it, she's she's not the sex symbol of it. Towards oh, the end, she's she's she's. They didn't think horse face was worth it either. <laughs> she was what? the friend zoning friend, and 
Um, anyway, whatever. We're not going to get into children. I do not understand the hate. I have an unpopular view of her. Well, you can go ahead and see yourself out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Disinvited. Um, moving on. We got, we got Pete, um, also known as, um, Black Pete or Peg Leg Pete. Um, as far as like Disney villain dumb goes, he's, he's like that. He's that classic. He's the Steamboat Willie. He's Mickey's villain in Steamboat Willie. So he's been in the Disney, you know, hierarchy for a while as, as the main villain for these classic characters. So he's goofy and Max's neighbor who is a terrible father. Just very selfish. Um, they have a lot of money. He's rich. Um, and tries to give Goofy a lot of parenting advice. He's voiced by Jim Cummings, which who is great. And I'll let Caleb gush on him for a second. Dude, Jim Cummings is like the most prolific voice actor of the 20th and probably 21st century. I mean, the only people who might be bigger right now are Nolan North and uh, oh, I'm blanking on the other guy. Uh, but they do mostly video games. Mm-hmm. Jim Cummings does Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Darkwing Duck, um, PJ or Pete. He does. I mean, the list is extremely long. I, I don't want to go over mm-hmm. them all, but if there's an animated thing that Disney did, he probably is in it somewhere. Yep. Uh, he can change his voice. I, I, I saw an interview with him on the documentary. That's really, really good. It was on Netflix recently. Um, and I'm blanking on it. I will look it up, but he's a big part of the documentary. And he said he was a trucker. Is it called? I he, know that voice or something yes, like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So I know that voice. Um, and he said he was a trucker when he was young and he used to go around the country, um, just everywhere. He didn't really care. He had no home or anything. And he would just imitate people's accents and he would mix them together and create funny voices. And someone was like, you can make money doing that. You do realize that he said, oh, give it a shot. You know, he wanted to get off the road and then went and did an audition and like was could do. I mean, the fact that they could do a Winnie the Pooh impression and a Tigger impression at the same time is on the spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the spot is insane. Mm. Um, and the transitions, like really good voice actors, that's one of the most impressive things, that they can move from character mm-hmm. to character to character. And uh, he does not miss a beat. A beat. They, they don't have to stop and think about it. They don't have to change, like, oh, wait, let me channel what I'm looking they, they They just do it, and mm-hmm. it is, it's mind-blowing. That's the type of guy Considering- that I want, like, reading me a bedtime story. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, his filmography is too long. To well, and it's so about. much more than just the voices because you have to have a good sense of character mm-hmm. and storytelling and presence in general. Like, voice acting is such a yeah. thing. It's so cool. He he did. Um, we will eventually do a Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie. And oh, he did Bullet yeah. Number Two, which is the one with the really giant mustache, the cowboy. Oh one. God, yeah. Yeah, and if, if you've ever seen, you know, that that role is really small, but it really packs a punch. So fun. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's that's a name that Geek Squatchers just kind of keep in mind. Jim Cummings, I'm sure we will discuss him again, just not just for the voices that we just mentioned, and let alone what we'll find him on down the road. Um, that goes for the next guy, too, who played PJ, Pete, um, Pete's son, uh, Max's best friend, is voiced by Rob Paulson, which we actually mm-hmm. talked about like a month ago, I think, on the um, on our Ninja Turtles copycats episode. 
when we talked about the Biker Mice from Mars. He was Throttle yeah. in that. And so we talked about him then, so go back and listen to that as well if you haven't heard that. But he was the original voice of Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's the current voice of Donatello in the Nickelodeon version of that. Hmm. Um, he was Yakko in, in The Animaniacs, Dr. Scratch and Sniff. He's Pinky and Pinky the Brain. So, again, he's one of those guys, too, that just... if As a kid in the 90s, you you knew this guy's voice one way or another. So that's Rob Paulson. He he was PJP. And he's really great in that 20th anniversary interview. He does a lot of... Um, he he's a funny guy who just can tell just loves his job. Why wouldn't you? If you're one of these guys, like this is just these are great jobs. Um, so moving on with characters and some voice actors and lesser known other than this last one. So Roxanne was voiced by Kelly Martin. Um, if you ever watched Life Goes On, she played Becca. Um, that's the only real credit I could draw from her. But she's Roxanne. Stacy is uh, Jenna Von Oy, um, and probably her biggest credit. In her career was she was Blossom's best friend, okay. And mm-hmm. she's she's again one of those vo- those faces that I recognize. And I think it's possible that she just was one of those like Disney Afternoon Disney Channel like like hosts. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the like the commercial break people and all that. Because I re- every time I see this girl's face, I super recognize oh, it. Oh yeah, totally recognize and, her. Yeah, and she she's you know I've probably more I've thought she was super cute. I like her. She's sassy. Um, she is. She's a really... <laughs> Colin likes those sounds. I see her stuff here and there. But she's Stacy. I don't know if I mentioned that either. So she's Roxanne's best friend, the class president, um, the 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 hype girl. You know, she's the one throwing the, the big house party for the Powerline concert. Um, and and she's just the popular class president girl. Like, if you've seen this movie, you know what I'm talking about. With the hat. What kind of hat is that? What's that called? Any idea? Oh, I have no idea what that's called with the flower. <laughs> with the in flower it? in it, yeah. Like a, apparently, somebody hat? came to that D. Yeah, it's like a blossom uh, hat with the, with the hat on. Yeah, because yeah. she points it out. Yeah, because she's there. The, the, it, it's like the wide brim hat, but the, the top's flipped up, and there's a flower in the front. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, that's the blossom hat. Like that's all right. So it's called that. I had one of those. The blossom hat. The blossom it hat. Is. That's all it is. Um, mine, Principal Mauser. Ma- 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 mm-hmm. Am I pronouncing that right now? I, I, I think will. so. Um, Mazer, whatever. No, it's Mazer because they make a point of it in the, uh, again, that interview thing. Do they? Calls him the wrong name. <laughs> okay. Mazer is, uh, uh, it was actually the name of the right, the screenplay writer's principal in, oh, in funny. elementary school. Some, so. some Mazer, Principal Mazer. He's, yeah. I, I bring him up because he's voiced by Wallace Shawn, who, another geek squatch reference um is yeah. vazini and princess bride mm, so we talked about him in length there so go back to the princess bride episode and listen to our praises on him he's also the voice of rex in toy story he's also the um english teacher history's teacher in clueless oh really yes. which is a very famous yes. okay. oh yeah oh that's right i yep. picture that now i feel I like mean, I, he's a prolific character i feel actor. like he's i came to that same so epiphany good. during the princess bride episode you brought the same thing back and i was like oh yeah that's right <laughs> and alex hates him Day which Johnson? is hilarious so he does alex isn't here so i don't know he does the he hates doesn't like the movie so it's true he really just yeah. didn't like the movie period all right so let's take we, we need a couple minutes here to talk about bobby zimaruski by Polly shore so, slurpage. <laughs> um, Polly Shore in 1995, um, probably only eclipsed by like Jim Carrey. Like he was like he was like the B Jim Carrey, right? Like 
He was sure. oh yeah. He was getting there. He never got I'm not saying he ever got to those heights. Jim Carrey yeah. commanded the the world. Um in, in 94. Um around that same time, kind of on a lot slower scale, but similar comedy, similar character, um, was Polly Shore in all these movies. Like, like where did Polly Shore come from? He's a, he's he's a oh. big stand up family. His mom yeah. runs the is the Laugh oh, Factory. The what? Yeah, uh, no, she ran um, not the. Oh, the it's, no, a, it's not the Improv. Dang it! Um, it might be. It's it's the main comedy club in L.A. It's where everyone the, cuts their teeth in L.A. Factory, the, the Laugh, Laugh Factory. Factory. It's the Laugh is, Factory. Is it? Yeah. Is, it, it I'm 99 percent sure. So, yeah. So he grew up in the Laugh Factory in That's L.A. Cool. Like, and you'll. I've heard him tell stories. Um, None that I kind of recounted for here or have seen recently. He basically said that Sam Kennison was boinking his mom. So, like, that's... Right? Like, he he grew up telling jokes the watching, whole watching every major comedian in the 80s and, and late 80s, early 90s just work in that, that room. And he's he knows his stuff. He, and he, he still does some stand-up. So that's, that's his roots, yeah. Stand-up is absolutely his roots. But at this time, he had done, like... Encino Man, Son in Law, Biodome. Well, and he um, like Hollywood gave him a chance, and I, I have no problems with Pauly Shore. Um, I you know I enjoyed. I've watched most of the, most of those movies that you just rattle off. Um, mm-hmm. but, but he never, yeah, he just for some reason he never. No, he didn't run away popularity. with popularity. Like he yeah. got a ton of chances, but he never kind of gained that, that stardom or that yeah. popularity that. He never, I got you. you so know, yeah, the, the Jim Carrey drop. That's that was a huge that was a huge drop. But I in in my mind, I guess as a kid, I. I I liked his stuff as much, but I understand he never did really catch on to those. No, but I, I totally get where you're going with that because I equate their comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. What was the one where he was a juror and he had to, like and he had oh. the little dog? Remember it's the comedy. You know what? I'm sorry. I was I just realized it's the comedy store. Comedy not store. The, the Laugh Factory. It's but the that comedy. the That's Laugh fine. Factory is a thing. They just call it the store most uh-huh. of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seriously. I think his mom recently passed as well. Who? So. Oh, really? Polly Short? I Polly think Shorts. so. Yeah. Jury duty? Sad. Is that what you're talking about? Jury, yeah, it's just called jury duty, huh? Yeah. And he's got the little dog that he has with him all the time. I, I forever used to go to, like, hotels and the little shampoos. Look, the little peanut shampoos. <laughs> Look. <laughs> That's a stupid thing. Yeah, the, this but, is a sweet spot. I'm just going to read off the credits from 92. Do Encino it. Man, Class Act, Son-in-Law, In the Army Now, A Goofy Movie, Jury Duty, Biodome. Um, that yeah. that little chunk from ninety two to ninety five was like when he was at the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely, in comedy. I mean, Biodome kind of made him, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was the first one. That I mean, that's the one I always. No, Biodome was See, late though. That was ninety six. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, I it was, always. Oh no, that was the Encino end. Man. Yeah, Biodome. Encino Man was kind of the start of, of him kind of yeah. getting into that. Oh, Encino Man, yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah, we, yeah, we Son in Law. Son in Law is great too. Yeah, like Son in Law. I don't remember that one. It is not aged well, but it really is good. In that bad, well, you have to look at it, and you have to judge a Polly Shore movie, especially in the '90s, for what it was. Like, he had his moment. He did. He does his thing, and it and it works in the film. They're not great films. They're mm-hmm. just they're Polly Shore films. Yeah. So he yeah. runs the vehicle, and, and it works. The, hey, who was he with in Biodome? Who was his co? Brendan Fraser. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Was he in that no. one? Too? No. 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 Was it? Who is it? He did something oh, with man. Brandon Fraser, though, didn't that he? That was Encino Man. Stephen Baldwin. It was Stephen Baldwin. Oh, really? In Biodome? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. is. It That's is. crazy. IMDb. 
That's so, nice. all right. So, is that our Poly Shore right, episode sorry. for Geek Watch? Can we just cut out that? Is that five our minutes? full Poly Shore? Like, no, we'll, we'll cut gonna, that we're out. Gonna have That's to be the entire a... episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, okay, I'll tell you what. Like straight up, Encino Man deserves an entire episode because it I'm is in. really good. Absolutely. Yeah, I, lo- uh, I like that. But everything well. else on that list, no. All right. Uh, well, there's your nod, Weasel. All right. The Weasel. The Weasel. Um. All right, guys, so moving on from the cast and, and from Polly Shore. You got it, Colin. We'll move on. Um, so we're going to talk about just the you know basic plot. I, w- I more want to do it kind of like just your guys' favorite moments. Um, I have a list here of, of, all, of all the scenes as I watched it today. I wrote down like every kind of scene as it stood out to me. Um, and along with these, the soundtrack to this movie, which you mentioned shortly, um, there's I, I forgot how much of a musical it was. Like the Powerline stuff God. stood out to me, but I forgot that all throughout this, there's little there's little songs between Max and Goofy, and and just Max and the and the stupid Possum Park thing, like all that. Oh just, my God, the Possum! There's, there's, Lester's, Lester's Possum Park is one of the best. I scenes. love <laughs> so the Possum ridiculous. Park, and I am a total like roadside attraction girl. Like it, I am dangerous to be on a road trip oh, with because I'm like oh look shiny sign let's go there yeah Jamie's like hey that giant ball of rubber bands we gotta go see that we gotta see that <laughs> when are we ever gonna be back here no, we're never gonna be back don't. here let's go see it right now Instagram needs this exactly I do think it's yeah. I do think it's important to bring out the very opening scene which yes, is Max's so dream um, so Max is Max is having a dream where Roxanne's calling his name and he runs to her and everything's, Fields of wheat. everything's great and they're hugging and dancing and they lay down and then suddenly Max grows some big goofy teeth and then the ears and then the hands and all that pops up and he's just having this nightmare that he's going to grow up to be exactly like his dad and and it, it, it comes to where he, just, where he does the laugh. And and that's where he wakes up in the sweat, you know. Um, I can relate to this more than anyone. Like my brother's listening to this, and he's just gonna laugh because that's it's it's a main little thing. It's a running family joke that I look just like my dad, and um, and my dad's a big dork. My dad is goofy, like he really is. I love the man. Hey, Brandon, I kind of hope he can hear me right now. I am at my parents' house. You're a big dork. I am. I know. I know. I know. I got my dad's oh, laugh. No. It's the happening. Dream has come true. It's I, happening. See, I it's was happening. watching it and I was appreciating how Goofy just doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right. And I was like, I want to be exactly like Goofy. Goofy, don't just, give a fuck. Like I was getting inspiration. I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. It is to so my true, son. though. So, um, so yeah, so that's, I think that, that opening scene, the opening dream obviously just sets a tone for the whole movie that, you know, Max just wants to be his own kid and, and it's kind of a very teenager, you know, like Caleb said, it's, it very much appeals to teenagers and that, you know, it's, it, you're, it's that time of your life when you want to find yourself and, and not necessarily do everything your parents want to do or be who your parents want you to be and all the different stuff. So um, so I think it, it sets the tone for the whole thing. The first song is that After Today song. They've been laughing since I can remember, but they're not going to laugh anymore. No more Maxi the Geek, no more Goof of the Week like before. No more looking at losers like him. No more having to cheat. No more misery me. No more Jim. No more Jim. No more Jim. No more Jim. Gonna move to the mall. Gonna live 
in the pool. Gonna talk to Roxanne and I feel like a fool. Max is walking to school, and all the characters of the town are kind of chiming in on this song. And he's singing about, you know, this is going to be the day that he's going to stand out to Roxanne and and do something crazy for her. And she's going to be his girl from then on, and all this different stuff. And it, it ends with him falling down and Roxanne picking him up. And what's his only reaction? The yuck. <laughs> you know, and that's all. He, and that's all he can spit out is 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 the classic goofy, and then runs off. Um, so I, I don't know. Go for what's what's. Give me a favorite moment in this movie, guys. It doesn't have to go by in order. We'll talk about all this stuff, but Ooh. like, Colin, tell me the one scene that you uh, that you did appreciate. All right, so out, of that, like out of that something. list right there, or something. Let, let me just talk about the sexual tension between Roxanne and Max. <laughs> Right? She wants him, though. That's if my he problem. Only knew. He's not trying. He's, he doesn't have to try to impress her. She obviously likes him the entire time. But he's a 13 year old boy, 14, man. Yeah, like, he doesn't know that. Colin, I still don't know when women want me. Yeah, I'm 35 years old. This is true. I, I'm completely oblivious. I don't know about you, but, you know. This is true statement. Hashtag exactly. Truth. <laughs> It is true, though. As you has told me, like, that chick is totally, like, into you. I'm like, huh? What? What? Weird. Weird. Weird, man. Um, Why would would that No, I'm with you on that, Colin. Right? So that took you out of it a little bit, Colin? That That, made you... That took me out of it a little bit. I mean, I did... Again, it was like wasn't a comedy for me. It was just, like, I was more just, like, looking at Goofy. Just, like, God damn it, Goofy. Just, like, just let him, like, give him some space. Quick cock blocking (laughs) him, Goofy. Well, here's my thing. Why didn't... Why didn't Max, like, at the... So if, if Goofy understands so much at the very end that he just wants to be his own kid and be with this girl, how come he doesn't understand that as before they leave for the trip when he's like, I gotta stop at her house yeah, and explain to exactly. her why not... How come Goofy's not at that point, oh, we can postpone this a couple of days, buddy. We're cool. Like, right, exactly. Instead of just, like, forcing him on, like, a two-week-long no. road trip. No. Well, well lessons uh, have to be learned. No, but that was the whole thing is that they had separated. There's that gap in day-to-day life between father and son where they're both kind of in their own planes. And they needed this road trip to bring them together so that they could find that common ground and, you know, really realize who each other were. So that by the end, Goofy did understand where Max was coming from. <laughs> Come on, guys. No, I, yeah, I get that. I understand that. But, you know. I don't know. It was it was kind of a little bit forced. I feel like, but whatever. You know, you guys go ahead All and right. just enjoy your little movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we the will, buddy. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay, it blows me away that that the school auditorium scene didn't just like light you up, man. Like right. Like he's he's power line. He becomes power line. In front of the whole student body, and they're all that's, buying it. That's every like they're that's every kid's dream, all right, man. So, all right, so some of the disconnect, I think, too, is because I didn't, I wasn't a goof troop person at all. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know but anything not about. In goof well, troop. I know, but I don't know anything about Max and like if he's. I thought he was like this shy dude, and then all of a sudden he's like he's this like I don't know 
kind well, of like a daredevil guy. Like all of a sudden he's like gets all the courage <laughs> and he goes in front of the entire entire class or entire school and is performing in front of the entire school. And that was a huge disconnect for me because he they portray him as a as a nerd, as a little bit of a nobody. And if you're a nerd and a little nobody, you're not going to pull that. You're not going to take that big chance. You're not going to be able to pull that But off. you are to impress the girl. And you've got, you know, friends in the AV club that can hook you up with a smoke machine. But what and was he right? thinking? Was he thinking Same that... Smoke was, <laughs> was he thinking that he was going to be disguised the entire time? Like, yeah. Yes. Nobody would know who he was? Yeah. No exactly. One, he hey. was power line in that yeah, moment. exactly. Not Max. Hey, it's just the goof boy. You know, he didn't want that. That's not what Max yeah. wanted, Colin. So the the movie grew on me over time. Like I didn't like the start, but by by the time of the the end of the movie, I stopped paying attention. So <laughs> okay, oh my God. well the school auditorium scene where he is doing Powerline and he's singing the song "Stand Out," um, which in the movie credit is is being performed by Tevin Campbell, um, which well done, Tevin, who had a. Just like two hits, I think, around this time as an R and B artist. Um, and a, f- a interesting note is that Bobby Brown was signed on to do the yeah. music for the Powerline notes for the Powerline songs, and it was during the time that he went through a lot of drug problems, and they and they kicked him off. He had already started working on it, and they kicked him out because Cocaine it was is a hell of a drug, kids. Exactly. So Bobby Brown is not your Powerline. Tevin Campbell is Powerline. Um, so my that, favorite scene is that uh, is the standout. It has. Scene. It is mine too. Mine too. It's a good one. Yeah, that's. I'm at the. I'm literally sit at the edge of my couch until that scene's over. To this day, and the, the Powerline. Anything with Powerline in it. Actually, the songs are just so good. Some people settle for the typical thing, living all their lives waiting in the wings. It ain't a question of if, it's just a matter of time. Can make you stop and take a look at me instead of just There's nothing that I wouldn't do if it was getting you to notice. All I need is yeah. a chance of second thought, a second glance will prove I got whatever it takes. Okay. Like, oh, we talked about this a bit, you know, before we started. Like, we, me and my sister would watch the whole movie, and then we'd watch all the credits so we could hear all the songs all over. Shut again. up. Yeah, nice. we would. I like yeah. it. It's oh, awesome. Man, you all got patience. Powerline had to have been, in my opinion, watching him, I didn't read anything about this, but is he based on Prince at all? Absolutely. A, a bit, yeah. Like no, it, 100%. I get a, I get a pretty well, strong I, Prince I, I feel. I do know that the screenwriter said that the name Powerline literally literally came from him looking at his window at Powerlines. So there's that. <laughs> okay, so it is 98%. <laughs> yeah, 98.5%. Prince. And the name. All right. So um, Max gets caught, um, as Colin pointed out, and gets goes to the principal's office. Um, and the principal calls Goofy to tell him how much trouble Max is in and then if he doesn't do something about it he's going to end up in the electric chair what a little, a little can screen. you 
Can you put that in overblown much? Can you put that in a kid's movie in 2017? Apparently. No, in 2017. Today? Do you think that gets past like the the Disney censors? Do you think like yes? uh, You think in a movie? Sure, you could pull it in a movie. That's, in TV, no. I not. totally forgot about that, and as, as I'm watching the, the first time, I'm like, chair. really? He pulls that out, huh? Mm-hmm. He's gonna go to the electric chair. So that's what sends Goofy into a big, just panic. I'm losing my son. What am I gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. And oh, me and my dad used to go trip, used to go fishing, in, I think it's like Wisconsin or something like that is where mm-hmm. they're supposed to be heading. And uh, um, Lake Destiny is in somewhere Idaho or Wisconsin, something like that. I think it is Idaho. Now I think about it again. Um, but so that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna take Max on this on this father bonding trip that him and his dad had, all the way to Lake Destiny and do some fishing. Teach him the perfect cast, and and win his son back. <laughs> the perfect cast. But in the meantime, Ma- Max has finally caught Roxanne's attention. She wants to go to the party with him, and Max has to cancel his plans with Roxanne because Goofy's dragging him away on this road trip. Um. So Max has to lie to Roxanne about why he's leaving, which never made sense to me either. Like, why? Yeah, the lie. Come on. Oh, no, that totally makes sense. Are you kidding me? Because she's going to take a different boy to the to the party. Yep. Well, and she'll think he's totally lame if he's ditching her to go hang out with his dad. I'm, I'm with Colin on that I picked up a lot, and maybe even as a kid, because I, I do remember that that part always bothered me. Um on with Colin that Cause man, she, she already likes yeah, you, dude. Well, she clearly she likes did. him. He gave a valid excuse right away, and then she was like, "Oh, you're ditching me because you're gonna because you have to." She does like, wait a minute, yeah, no, like he has to go. Like if you like him, you would wait for him. She did literally yeah, turn into a, a bitch right there. Like right, they're they're anthropomorphic dogs, right? Yeah. Yes. So, okay. Cool. I, I, <laughs> but, um, I got it. I, I dig. I'm going to sit like out. I like her dad, I'm on a 30-second awesome. timeout, guys. I'm on a 30-second timeout. You guys go. Her, bad Brandon. I thought her dad was no, awesome. No, but think back that, like, to when the, you're 13. The, the fierce, like, the you know, he knocks on the door. It's just, like, this bulldog, like, staring him down. Oh, I thought that was great. Right. <laughs> her dad's awesome. <laughs> it, reminds me of, it reminds me of the dog um, that's guarding the speakeasy in Roger Rabbit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Looking for the yeah. for the password, um, for that for a sure. Gorilla? It was so, a gorilla. Yeah. Is it a gorilla? It's oh a gorilla. man, I saw. It. What's same, the password? Same kind of. Well, it reminded me you. of that watching it again. Um, oh, it's definitely yeah. It's playing off of. No, that. think back to when you're 13. Though you don't have the self confidence or the 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 personal like ego to know that a chick's into you. I mean, come on. Well, and also the other thing I thought about, too, after the fact, is that time in high school or when you're younger in general, like, a day is a long time. That's forever. So a week is forever. So if you're going to be, you know, if you you have this opportunity um, and you let it slip by, then, yeah, you think that, that, that a week is, like, essentially a year where anything Right, because in high school... A two-week relationship was like, oh, wow, exactly. you guys have been together for a yeah, long you know, for time. Weeks. Now, I'm Pretty like... serious. You guys going to get married or what? <laughs> it's real serious. <laughs> now it's like, I'm lucky to see my wife in a week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, so, Goofy Max at the road. Um, Max tells... I don't know if we've even covered it. He tells Roxanne that they're not just going on a camping trip. 
Goofy's taking Max to the Powerline concert. So he can't go to the party to watch the Powerline concert with Roxanne. He's actually going to go to L.A. to the Powerline concert. Um, so that's 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 kind of the big lie that he gives. Um, so they hit the open road. There's a cool little song in there, but I'm going to go over that and, and just go straight oh, to Lester's Possum Park, which we talked about a little bit right now, but... Um, they pull up and Goofy has these fond memories of him and his dad going to Lester's Possum Park, which is like this, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's the Disney version of Deliverance. It's just like, like, yeah, it's it's like animatronic. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't remember the country bears? Yeah. It's like, or like Chuck E. Cheese. It's like Chuck E. Cheese kind of like animatronic. You are naming like the scariest moments of my childhood right right now. It's really creepy. But with possums. Chuck E. Cheese, it's, like, mounted heads and the clapping hands with no body. And the, the bears. That, that legitimately is the scariest thing ever. Fun fact. Disneyland. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the country bears. Is that even there anymore? I don't think it's no, there anymore. No, it's not. No, they are ready to thank all of the Disney gods. That, we mm-hmm. went to see it every time because I thought it was hilarious. No, that and the Tiki Room. Like, can we please and not tiki, ever? Tiki, what? Ever. You gotta go to Tiki Room. You gotta, get a, you gotta get a pineapple slushy thing and That's go right. sit in the Tiki I've, Room. I've heard the Dole Whip is very nice. Oh, I don't it's know. amazing. I've only been to Disney twice and I was very young both times. Uh, Dole Whip is one of my favorite things about going to Disney. Just late in the day when it's like a peak heat. Like, you go get one of those things. It's pretty killer. Um, we, uh, I got a story to tell on myself. Oh, no. When I was uh, seven. No, sorry. When I was five, we went to Disneyland. Is this the thunderstorm this story? Is the thunder storm. Oh, I love this story. <laughs> so so uh, we're in the Tiki Room, and there's that part where the lights go out, and there's like a thunderstorm. Spoiler so apparently alert. I was sitting in my mom's lap at the time. Um, I don't know where my sister was, but anyway. I'm sorry. You were seven? No, I was five. Okay. I was five. Uh-huh. That, was, that was the first time we went. I was five. My sister was three. Um. I apparently like the the lights go out and my I was in my mom's lap before when the lights come back on I'm in my dad's lap. <laughs> <laughs> like I jumped in that like 2 seconds over uh to you know to dad cuz he's the protector. That's hilarious. And uh, and I could totally see that happening with our oldest kid too. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um so let's just pause the park. I'm going to I'm going to put that that sound in the background that song. Right now, you should be listening oh to... Oh, my God, the hat. The Lester's the Possum hats. Park. The hats are great. I die. Hats are awesome. So this is where, um, outside of Lester's Possum Park, is where Max kind of blows up on Goofy. And uh, and tells him he doesn't want to be on his stupid trip, and it's the worst idea ever, and he hates him and just wants to go home. He's trying to, like, hitchhike home, um, all this different stuff, and Goofy... It, it's, you feel for him sitting in that car, right? You're like, oh, man, poor Goofy, yeah. dude. Like, like, he's just trying to... he like. Like like Colin said, like his 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 I don't give a fuck attitude. He's just so oblivious to. He just thinks he's having a great time, you know. Until until Max kind of blows up on him. So well, it's everything. Okay, so you're not a parent yet. No, um, no. Everything that you think is cool is like, well, it's fifty fifty shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether or not your kid thinks right. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's things that I've thought like, oh, he's totally gonna be into this because. It's right up his alley, and then I show it to him, and he's like, "Whatever, man." I get that. I get that with my nephew a little bit too. Where like I want to share yeah. something with him, or like a video game or something with him, and he like won't be as into it. It's like, man, how do you not love this? Mm-hmm. Like I brought my nephew when I bought Master Chief Collection. I brought him all of my old Halo games for his 360, <laughs> and like started to try to play through them with him a little bit. 
and he just was not feeling it. And I was like, man, this sucks, uh, dude. I want to I want to play Halo yeah, with you. Because you think at yourself at that age, you would have <laughs> exactly. loved it, like, dude. Oh. It would have hit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, the next scene's pretty funny. The next scene is uh, when they start camping, and Pete <laughs> and Pete rolls up with his RV. Um, that RV is so decked out. It's ridiculous. It's um, it's not camping. It's there's like a bowling alley on top. There's a basketball court, full size pool, hot tubs. You know, big screen TV. Big screen TV on the inside. The huge fish tank. Like, um, oh, so that's how they pull up and and Pete starts. Goofy's kind of like opening his heart to Pete and be like, oh, Max just isn't feeling it, and I think it was gonna give up and just let him do his own thing. And Pete's telling, no, you gotta be, you gotta, you know really come down on it make him do your stuff and and do that yeah and lay down the law lay down the law and you know and the funny scene where he's bowling and and leaves one pin up and and he's like he's like no that's a strike and calls calls pj up to just knock a pin down for him oh my God. and considers it a strike um so there's that but pete's stupid rv but the biggest scene here is the bigfoot scene yeah it's pretty funny which is pretty hilarious um bigfoot where, shows up the Squatch shows the Squatch up in film. makes an appearance in the Goofy movie. Um, but, yeah, they're forced to – Max and Goofy are forced to stay the night in the car because Bigfoot's outside. Won't let him out and has the car keys so they can't get away. <laughs> so funny. But can it's – what's up? Oh, I was going to say, can, I have a theory. Go ahead and continue well, before I was, we move on. I was going to talk to him, talk about him bonding over the high dad soup. So oh, yeah. Is it, is it before that? Uh, it's, it's during this scene. I think Sasquatch falls asleep on top of their vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when they do the high dad soup. And so the only thing they have to eat is a, is a can of soup they heat up with a cigarette lighter, which Goofy's line, um, oh, I was wondering if these things were good for anything. It's a cigarette lighter in his car. <laughs> I was wondering if this was good for anything at all. And he puts the can of soup on top of it to heat it up. So dated because cars don't even have those mm-hmm. anymore. Right? They, exactly. They do, but they're, they but they're not. No, they're just car chargers. The, yeah. yeah. Well, they have the port, they even but not work? the actual the lighter. Yeah, but does the lighter even work in those anymore? I don't even know. If no, they, no. You can in get old a, car, well, you mean if you, you could probably, probably stick it in one of the new ports. That's no. funny. Um. So anyway, but but high dad soup is there's a can of alphabet soup is what they're what they have to eat. And Max, as a baby or a little kid, used to spell things out in his alphabet soup, including high dad. And Goofy's kind of recounting this to him and telling him how special it was to him. And they kind of have a heart-to-heart moment, and Max makes out High Dad and gives him the cup and falls asleep. And it's like the first, like, it's where they start to kind of get over their problem with Max not wanting to be there, except that Max still has to go to L.A. So, while Goofy's sleeping, he takes the map and he draws a line to L.A. rather than Destiny Lake up in because which totally the same because yeah because goofy definitely won't open this map ever or realize the line's not going north it's going south <laughs> but whatever well it is goofy it's goofy. Hey, you gotta exactly. know your dad right you it gotta is, know your audience exactly yeah. exactly so um him and goofy really start getting along again and uh until and they start going on a lot of these really cool experience like roller coasters you know theme parks and baseball games and Max even realizes that Goofy's not having the greatest time in all the things that he wants to do. So he takes him to a place that Jamie would appreciate. Um, <laughs> the the House of Yarn. Was it the House yes! of Yarn? Yes! See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> and Goofy freaks out and goes and runs into the House of Yarn. It's a cool I scene. I am all about a roadside attraction. That's um, 
But uh, they end up running into Pete and PJ again for some weird reason. Because why not? You know, two families doing two opposite yeah, family road trips in the summer. And just randomly running each other. But like I said, it's a goofy movie. Um, but that's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's like a running <laughs> gag. It's funny. Oh, you people have so much criticism. I don't. Just, I don't find it's, 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 it's just give it to me. Just give it to It's when I pull myself out of it as an adult and watch this and be like, God, it's funny that that just made sense as a kid. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. You know, they're just, they're, you know, probably, you know, 5,000 miles away from the last time they ran into me coincidentally. Right. Why not exactly. do it again? <laughs> you, know? you know, Alex isn't here, but I feel like he is. <laughs> in spirit, <laughs> we've hanged um, too much. He's rubbing off. Exactly. Um, so they so run into Pete and Pete Junior again, and uh, and Max tells Pete that he altered the map and they're really just heading to L.A. And Pete spills the beans to Goofy, and Goofy doesn't want to believe it, but he finds out and he's hurt. He's real hurt. And then the next day they get to the intersection of they're either going north or south. And he lets Max make the decision. Max sends him south, and Goofy loses it. Um, which I think this is a cool scene, though, right? Where they get um, uh, what? How do they end up in the river again? I can stop. They like uh, oh, Goofy gets out of the car, and then the car starts rolling off when Max gets out because he right. set the brake right or something. Yeah. Um, and somehow and they're and, fighting, and the so car starts rolling. They're yeah. in the Grand Canyon, and the car goes off the cliff in the Grand <laughs> Canyon, and they chase it down into the Grand Canyon. So as you do, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, and then float on top of your car. Um, well, right, and they're going it's got down. all your stuff in it. But that's where they officially get like you know really have their their heart to heart, and they sing the song and nobody else but you together, um, which is a cool song. Um, Shall we say bananas? And your mind is missing No offense, a screw Untaken Still whatever mess I land in Who is always understanding Nobody else but you Oh, your moodiness is now and then bewildering And your values may be, so to speak, askew Thanks Who deserves a hero's trophy As we face each catastrophe Nobody else but you Nobody else but you It's just our luck We're stuck together Nobody else but you It's crazy enough to believe we'll come through Anyone else? Have, like, I kind of blown through these so scenes. Like, so I didn't necessarily want to do that, but am I missing? No, no, a, I think you're good. Yeah, am I you're missing good. a scene that you guys liked or not? Though, like, um, no, Pete getting into the hot tub. And all the water splashes out, and Pete. Man, people, are, people are always putting too much water in these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a crazy uh, tinfoil hat theory. Here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't so, give you a chance to. So either. Pete. Had a wife uh-huh. and a, and a daughter on Goof Troop, Peg and Pistol. Okay. okay, they're not in this film, but he's got a lot of money. Oh no! So here's what I'm thinking: he had him killed. Stop! Wow. Wow. the insurance. He's got a, he's, He keeps PJ around because PJ is wow. like subservient. You know what I mean? Like he also will continue yeah. the the Pete line. 
Because he's not going to say, yeah, mom and baby just disappeared. He's, I don't know PJ's not that, that smart. I got to say. No, he's not. Uh, he's really fair, good. but I think he noticed he two major him. players in his life. I'm not saying the kid's not grieving. Maybe that's why he's like stunted oh his intelligence. God. I don't know. I'm just saying he has an RV that's like basically a second home. Hey, and he's really hey listeners. You, you didn't think send your hate mail. You didn't think to... this was gonna be a dark episode, did you? <laughs> this is a dark episode. Uh, I'm not. Pete, I'm not. It just got real. I know. I'm throwing some shade on Pete, but you know he Pete shady, used so. the insurance money from Peg and Pistol to buy the RV to go scatter their bodies throughout the country that summer. Wow! And Ex- that's wow! Like, wow! That I just like where you're going with this, Brandon. You know, let's continue. <laughs> no, terrible. can we go back to the house of yarn? Like, what is happening right now? It makes the most. It sense. actually does make so a lot of sense. No, no, it doesn't make any no, it sense. Makes, it makes a lot of sense. It makes it's a lot horrible. Of sense. Yeah. I hate all of you. This whole movie is just um, it's, it's, it's Jamie Psycho. Do you think that he was? You think he stopped off where Sasquatch was on accident? Like no, someone's no, completely. Someone's got he had been baiting Sasquatch for months to get him to come out there so he'd eat the uh-huh. rest of the yeah. bodies. That steak that wasn't he wasn't grilling a steak. He was horrible, disposing horrible the people. body right there. Goofy yeah. just helped out. Horrible. That perfect Pete, cast. Pete is, uh, no. is Dexter. Pete is Dexter. Pete is Pete is not Dexter. There's what is love, wrong with you? I love how legitimately disturbed Jamie is this at this, this story. Is really this is really upsetting great. to me right now. <laughs> Oh my god! This is the goofy. Oh, but we have to. We do have to talk about the perfect, the perfect cast. Oh, that's, that's it's one of the best. Yeah, no, this is a good transition. A good segue, yeah. So they learn. So on the camping camping trip, um, Goofy teaches Max the perfect cast, which I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the lines in right here. Okay, now watch carefully. You gotta be ludicrous, relaxed, with your feet apart. And Ten o'clock, two o'clock. Quarter to three, tour your pay, twist, over, pot of do, I'm a little teapot, and the wind up! Huh? And let her fly! The perfect cast. So he learns the perfect cast, and the first time he uses it, um, he grabs a steak off of Pete's grill, and that's what baits Sasquatch to come into him. The second time the perfect cast comes in line is when they're floating down the Grand Canyon, and they hit a waterfall, and everything's going haywire, and the car and Max are going over the waterfall, and Goofy has the perfect cast to catch them, number one. And then something happens where Goofy's now the one falling, and Max has to take his perfect cast skills and catch Goofy falling down the waterfall. Um, before he, you know, goes the way of pistol. No, okay. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, uh. but the perfect cast is definitely used uh, um, those two times to kind of give you the the. It's a very exaggerated movement Goofy's making while he's doing this, almost like dance moves, which is uh-huh. super comes that. super in handy mm. because. They have their heart-to-heart floating down the river, and Max tells him, Hey, I, I, I'm in love with this girl, and I lied to her. I told her you're taking me to this concert. I know that's impossible. Let's just go home, and I'm going to put my head between my legs. I'll never see her again, all that other stuff. And Goofy, being the incredible father that he is, was like, This trip's not over yet, son. And <laughs> we're going to L.A. We're going to L.A., buddy. And somehow, the very next, the, it like cuts from them floating down the river to them hiding in instrument cases 
in the Powerline van. <laughs> like, how does... Well, to be fair, the drive from the Grand Canyon to L.A. is not that far. Okay. All right. Like, eh, you could, if you powered through, you could do that. You could do it in six hours. So they, found, sure. so they find the tour bus, and and they hide in some instrument cases. Yeah, there you, you know, go. To get in the That's concert. Right, rather rather than just buying you know tickets to the concert. You know, but what? Uh, I'm know. sure it was sold out, Brandon. Well, Powerline's kind of a big deal. And let's be honest, Goofy, Goofy, he's a, he's a, he's like a, he's like a J.C. Penny photographer. That's how he makes his money right now. <laughs> yeah, can we talk like, about that for a second? Like, sure. <laughs> JC, I, I, I love I that. I do realize this is 1995, job. but like, there's only like five more years of that job being a real. Does thing, it exist right? now? Like, Look at the no, birdie. I don't Look at think the birdie. So. See, now anymore that job is 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 like the freelance person that you the friend you know has a camera. Oh no. Has a nice yeah, camera. Good point. And and no, that, and that no. person has a business. J- but there's no JC Penny's like the person yes. putting the screens behind you and stuff anymore, is yes, there? Yes, there, there is. Oh, absolutely. Yes, there is. Wait, are there JC Penny's still? Yes. Okay. Just check it. Oh my it's God. just called I think it's just called the Penny. Is it called JC? No. I bet it's called JCP. Now. No, it's still t- probably What's wrong with you people. Good JC Lord. to the P. No, Jay-pa. I read those ads daily. There's plenty of JC Penny out there. I mean, they've basically become a discount store, but it's JC Penny. Are they like TJ Maxx now? No, oh. but they do have deals all the time. It's like they have their penny sales. It doesn't matter. So the point being that they're still <laughs> there's still JC Penny, and there is still JC Penny photography. And that is, it's a huge thing. I get ads for them all the time. I'm calling them JC to the P. I just oh, don't. I hate like... you so much right now. All right. This episode has totally derailed my love for any of you. <laughs> JC to the P. JC to the P. Go get them photos done. Get that sky background. Yeah. We can look like we're all, we can look like we're all in heaven with grandma. So we look back at this picture in, 20, <laughs> in 25 years. It'll all make sense. Oh, my God. Yeah, how does how is he surviving? Like in general, like look at the economy. I mean, the economy must have been—I don't know—the dollar must have been much stronger or something because he's got to be making twenty dollars an hour, maybe doing. Oh that. yeah, man, he's he's making and bucks in '95. That a was house. A, that was an industry in '95. Well, let's be honest. You know what? Let's just stick with your guys's line of thinking. Maybe he had the wife off, and he's living off of her insurance. This is a good money. point. This is an excellent point. I, this solves all the problems that <laughs> oh this whole series has ever yeah. had. You don't want to start talking about Max's mom. That's a dark Maybe, story. No, that's why him and Pete are friends. Because they have this dark secret between the two oh, of them. My, my, my mind God. is blown. Did this Pete is get the idea because from Goofy? Because they are Goofy? so different. And so, so this is what happens, right? Oh so, no, no, this is, this is really what happens. <laughs> Goofy accidentally did it during a dream because he sleepwalks, right? Oh and Pete witnessed the whole thing. But Pete's an asshole, so he's Why got... Why was Pete in the middle of his dream? No, 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 no. He was in the house when it happened. Why? Because he's a creepy uh, neighbor. A Look at Pete. Yeah, he's a Snoop. He's a creep. Yeah. He's a creep. Total all creeper. Right, right, we'll so he's creeping. That. He's Maybe he was super attracted to Goofy's <laughs> wife. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. secret jealousy, right? So now he can hold over this murder over Goofy for the entire his entire life. and that's and that's But like Goofy's kind of dumb anyway, so it's really easy to do. And also kind of Goofy forgets about it, so... You know, whatever. Yeah. But Pete can just call it up anytime he wants to and make Goofy guilty. So Goofy helps him murder Peg and Pistol. Oh my god! Wow. And he can collect his money. So it's like tit for wow. tat. Oh, oh my god! I I know what you're thinking. I got it all solved. I officially hate myself for bringing this up. Either again. either way, they have to sneak into the Powerline concert. <clears throat> so right. thanks for bringing that back. Thank you. 
Well done. So they sneak into Powerline. Somehow Goofy ends up on stage with Powerline. The whole promise to Roxanne from Max was that my dad is a, is friends with Powerline, was in his band back in the day, and he's going to be on stage with Powerline. And so that's what Max has to pull off. So I think that's why they're sneaking in in the end so because that's the ultimate goal. Get on stage and just be there. Um, so he gets on stage and... Uh, Goofy, in a stunned moment, doesn't know what to do. And Max goes, Dad, do the do the perfect cast. And that becomes the Macarena for everyone right. watching at the moment. So everyone just picks it up immediately and just starts dancing this thing. Um, yeah, eventually Max joins them and gets on TV. Pete and Roxanne are totally turned on. P- PJ, <laughs> PJ has a thing for Pete, for Max, by the way, as well oh, as you Roxanne. Think so? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I both, see that too. both of them are really really turned on by this this oh, Powerline concert. Oh, Frodo and Samwise. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's it. I mean, happy ever after. He goes back home. He's scared the Roxanne's going to be mad at him because he does man up and says, hey, I initially I really did lie to you and I just made all that crap happen just for you, babe. And, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> babe. That's that's how it works. She's cool with it. Um, he won't hang out with that. He plays hard to get the first night. Like, she's like, hey, you want to do something tonight? He's like, you know, I'm hanging with the pops. You know, I'm playing hard to get. How about tomorrow? And she's like, I'm in. Tomorrow the deal. <laughs> he, he's really good. you got to be the bad boy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's yeah. good at holding her off. He's edging her. You know what yeah. I mean? Something like, I've never been good at. Let me just, like, that's just my been my worst. I can Brandon not. gives it his all. Bro, he's I'm. done in five minutes. Stab. It's over, but it's Stab. sweet and simple. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Chicks like that. <laughs> At least the cleanup. The cleanup's fast and easy. No, too. we value efficiency. He's got wet wipes. I'm oh, not. That's nice, actually. That's a really nice touch. I'm not. You know, the box of Kleenex. That's important, but just keeps a wet packet wipes, in I mean, his that's jacket. Over the top. Classy. I'm not <laughs> commenting <laughs> on any of this because <laughs> I had because let's just say I had to watch the movie twice for a reason. Let's just okay. Oh. All right. Um. Okay. So let's get into it's, it's the, re- the DVD broke. Huh? The reception was. Um, Reception was pretty moderate. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a blockbuster. Like I said at the beginning, this really got mixed up into a lot of those big feature Disney movies. The the Lion King, unfortunate timing. Yeah, especially really unfortunate, especially timing. Lion King and Toy Story at this at this exact moment. And, you, mean the, um, good, you mean the good Disney movies? Yeah, exactly. Oh, hey. Thanks, Colin. Oh, hey, whoa. whoa. And whoa. and it's just based off of that cartoon that was on for a couple years. So I don't think the marketing was really behind it either. I didn't really get much into that. But I think there are a, there were a few reasons why it didn't do big in the box office. But it made its money. It was it it did fine. Um, Apparently they had like one tenth the budget of Lion King, so that's pretty yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it ended up grossing um, thirty five million. Um, at one, um, by the end, so it did all right. It got right now. It sits at a fifty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a seventy percent, fifty-three, seventy percent audience reception on Rotten Ugh. Tomatoes. But it did get two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. So there's well, that, and that's all that matters. The old people liked it. But yeah, well, they were huge at this time. Like that's a big poll. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely was. They were. They yeah, clearly were. Clearly, it didn't matter. But sure, <laughs> they were. They were huge. They they definitely were the. And then they a died. lot of people, you know, two thumbs wow. up, Cisco, the movie you went to, you know, for but sure. That was dark. They definitely did. I mean, we're talking about fiction. <laughs> they did die. We're talking about fictional characters and stuff. Dark. Cool, but no, take it where you want to. We were just messing around the whole time, and now it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I am not the one that started killing people off. That's all I'm saying. 
All right, guys, let's wrap up. That's our that's our memories and our our opinions on the Goofy movie outside of Colin. Wait, hold on, something. Is this thing, I, I mean, we should ask like out of th- out of the four of us, mm-hmm. how I would recommend this movie to anyone, right? Yeah, I mean, this is a good movie. I think if you haven't seen it, I think you ignore Colin and his negative Nancy <laughs> attitude. And yeah, you watch negative this movie Nancy. And you, you cherish it and love it. What, what <laughs> Disney movie would you recommend this over? Because I would definitely recommend everything. The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, everything else I really mm. listen Like this this movie would fall like maybe it would be maybe it would be top ten, maybe but but it would... I would say that this is the most underappreciated, underrated Disney movie that is not a tentpole release. So like we're talking all the sequels to everything they've ever made that they do on the mm-hmm. on the on the cheap. Yeah, this is the first. It's like ten times better than any of those, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for like, for the for the movies that had the budget that he, it had, I mean, it's it's up there. It's got to be one of the better ones on that echelon of Disney movies. I it's mean, not going to be as good as like your Frozen yeah. or your. It, uh, it is the number one B list Disney movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's not that, that many of them. So it's a very short list. Colin, are you talking about like every Disney movie, or just or just those main ones? Because I mean, there's so many. Well, I, like everything, I would say even everything you know, bef- '90s and before. Like I would mm-hmm. recommend many more movies for somebody to watch before I would re- recommend them to watch this one. Huh. I would say no. Like, would you I'd recommend every, tent, every tentpole release would be on the recommendation list from like late 80s to now and then this would be but, but, at the bottom of yeah, that yeah this would be sure. at the bottom of all those that's my point this is the best goofy movie that's ever come out Colin oh my <laughs> God. is that what you want me to say <laughs> yes it's the best is, is it better than let's put it on par with um, the DuckTales movie because that's kind of what it should be on par with is it better than that movie oh it's better than that definitely yeah the DuckTales movie same I agree was there a Rescuers movie I think there was a Wait, no. You mean Rescue Rangers? Oh, no, I'm Rescue Rangers. No. Yeah, there was a there the Rescuers, and it's better than the Rescuers. It's better than the Rescuers and the sure. Rescuers Ooh. Down Under. Ooh. Sorry, no, Rescuers Down Under is down great. Rescuers it is good, down but I think that this good. is better than Rescuers. This is down. I think this is going to be an episode. So. We need to rank yeah. our top Disney movies on an episode. This is a good in a certain in a certain time period. All right, cool. So hard. We're gonna there's a sneak peek for that episode when it comes up, guys. Um and other than that, does anyone have anything to share? I agree with Caleb. Uh, go out and watch this. If you haven't watched it in, like me, 12, 15 years, go watch it, especially if you watched it as a teenager, and you will get those feels. I understand why Colin, who never watched it as a teenager, doesn't get the same impression. Obviously, we just like to give him a hard time for not liking something we love. Um, but I think it's good. I think, the, I think the music, the soundtrack is great. I love the soundtrack to this movie. Um, and I think it's a good story. I think it's a real good Real good, feel good, funny story. All Last the thing, feels. there is a live action like remake of the the after today sequence that somebody did on YouTube. Um, oh yeah, in their free time. And it's very very good. It's legit. Uh, it's good. It's been on the internet for like almost ten years at this point, and I did see that. I I I still watch it. All right, just for the record, so I'm a big musical fan. Like I'm that theater kid. Me too. Like, I love all that stuff. Uh, I know Caleb, eh? I'm a musicals. I like musicals. I'm picky though. I'm picky. I, I love, you love musicals. This. Brandon, love this. Yeah. you love musical I love musicals. theater. You're, I do. you're in and all yep. of that. All right. Well, you don't count. So, Colin, I'm a, where are I'm you a, on musical I'm theater? I'm with musics, musicals. 
guys we are back and we're gonna do some crypto geekology now and we're doing 20 questions and uh like we say every week if you're not sure how 20 questions work it's in the title it's just these dudes are gonna ask me 20 questions i'm gonna give them a subject and they're gonna try to guess what i'm thinking of and it's gonna be a subject that falls within kind of um the topics we like to cover so it's gonna be something that's in the era and a type of video game movie or something like that and specifically i'll give them the the what the subject i'm gonna do a video game okay. so of course you are. so that's where we're going tonight um i'm gonna bring up a quick i know enough about it but i'm gonna bring up a quick wiki just in case you guys get any stumpers from it um you know goofy goofy mentions 20 questions in the they do play they do play 20 questions and he has one question <laughs> is oh, it a no. male yes <laughs> hmm <laughs> Walt Disney? <laughs> yeah, Dad. <laughs> I'm so good at this. <laughs> so good. Uh, I see something that's blue. Good. I love it. Or yeah, no, it was orange. orange. Me. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Me. Me again. Me again. Okay, that's just creepy. <laughs> How are you doing that? Alright guys, so you got twenty questions. To guess the video game that I'm thinking of right now, it's gonna go from youngest to oldest, so that's gonna be Jamie, then Caleb, then Colin. Oh no. To ask the questions that get you to the answer. So Jamie So the first question we always ask you to remind you is do we narrow down which decade we're I know, I was about. trying to remember Alex always asks this. Is I don't this game have to think about it because Alex does it. 19, I would like to ask Alex this question. Okay. <laughs> Is that, is that your question? Ask Alex's that is, that question? That's my question. Whatever Alex would ask right now, that is my question. Alex's question is, uh, did the game come out after, in January the 90s 1st, or in the 80s? So it did come out, yeah. yeah. So it did come out after January 1st, 1990. So that's a yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That'll be yeah. me next. Um, I'm going to ask, is this a console exclusive game? It was. Okay, so console exclusive. Um, let's go. Is it late? So is it after ninety five? Ninety five. Yes. January first, nineteen ninety five. Ooh, late nineties. All right. Let's keep narrowing that, that down. Jamie. Late nineties. So late nineties console exclusive. The Nintendo sixty four came out, I believe, in ninety eight uh, or ninety nine. Oh, I have no idea on timeline of that. I was young. It was like ninety six or ninety seven. <laughs> well, you weren't that like young. Now. I mean, so it's we're, it's probably uh, um, N sixty four or well, I'm just saying. I guess it could be Saturn. Wouldn't get late tonight. It could be Saturn. Yeah. Uh, ask if it's well. Okay, this is what I would ask: Sega or Nintendo? That that, that eliminates. So is it the Sega game? Uh, is it a multiplayer game? Yes. Oh. Okay. oh. 
Oh. Ooh. Uh, is this a Sega game? No. Okay. I meant as in console, Sega console game. Yes, I got you. That's by a good the way. point. It's not a Sega console game. All right. Um, I'll ask. Is it a Nintendo game? Yes. Was it, it was on Nintendo. A Nintendo console, right? That's yeah. what you're asking. <gasps> yeah, Nintendo okay. console. It's Goldeneye. It's possible. Possible. <laughs> you could ask if this is a Nintendo 64 game. That would narrow it down. Is this a Nintendo 64 game? It is. Oh. Right. It's Goldeneye. It probably so is. So we got Goldeneye, we got Perfect Dark with multiplayer. <laughs> is this a first-person shooter? It could be a sports game. It could be Mario Kart. Is it, did you ask a question, Caleb? Yeah, is this a first-person shooter? It is. Oh, it's Gold Knight! It's Gold Knight! <laughs> no, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's not my turn, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so we got Perfect Dark, we got Golden Eye. What else? Like first-person shooter. I'm, I would guess that Doom came out on that at some point, or Wolfenstein, but that's just my yeah. guess. That's a Nintendo, though. All right, is it a... No, I mean, like, what... Yeah. Is it a licensed game? Yes. Alright, so Goldeneye's wrong. Well, funny questions. Does it feature a golden gun? (laughs) At some point, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does it have the character James Bond in it? (laughs) Certainly does. Oh my god! And Jamie would immediately spit it out. Huh? It's like, it's oh, it was on the N sixty four. Oh, there was the hundreds of games on there. It's got to be Goldeneye. Yeah, that's Goldeneye. <laughs> you don't understand. Every game is Goldeneye. Oh Jamie, so. I only know like three games, Brandon. <laughs> I, you know what? When I, sorry, Colin, we finish this out, please. And just does ask. it have the word <laughs> in it? <laughs> that's a, that's an illegal question, uh-huh. as stated by our okay. rules that we put yeah, out last yeah, week. You, can't ask you guys that. have just forfeited the game. I you can ask. Here you go, Colin. Ask if it has odd job in it. <laughs> Which I love yes. that odd job was like shorter. Whenever you played as odd job, you would be yeah. like, super right? Yeah, it was. It was tricky. Jamie, with question thirteen, you have to officially ask it. Is it bubble bobble? Stop with the bubble bobble. <laughs> bubble Is it gold knife? I'll know never to use bubble bobble. Oh, also, God, see, even when I picked it out, I was like, oh, I know, I know for a fact that Jamie thinks finally golden eye. So. This will be this will be a good one. Win. Good job. Yes, Golden Eye 007 on the N64, 1997. Classic. Classic. So that's it, guys. That's a very very quick uh, twenty questions. Thanks, Jamie, for you know. Hey, but no, that was fun. That was good. Good fun. I don't think our our audience had much of a chance to brainstorm on it. That's all good. (laughs) All right, guys. um, That's this episode of Geek Squatch. Thanks for joining us for the Goofy Movie episode. Um, We want to thank Ninja Pancake. That's our podcast network that we are on. Go to ninjapancake.com and check out all of their feeds and shows. Subscribe to some of their shows as well for us, guys. Loot Shoot Lane, which is a Blizzard-focused gaming podcast. Bombshell Jackets, which is a Division lore, I believe. Is it just lore now? or um, It's Division style game or podcast it's, it's yeah it's mostly lore yeah and my morning uh, well, coffee are you talking about bombshell jackets yeah my bombshell jackets is all about the game okay uh, there's also uh uh what collect what remains that's right i think it's only have two episodes and okay that's all about lore cool so. and then also there's uh there's of course my morning coffee which is 
Um, Remy, our good friend Remy, if you listen to the Metal Gear Solid episode, was with us that day, and that's him taking 10 or 15 minutes out of his day and just giving you some thoughts and reading some emails, and it's a really good show. He puts together on that. Um, we want to thank Speaker Freaks for our intro and our outro music. Go and find them at speakerfreaks.com. I know that they are in the process of putting some new music out, guys, so go check them out. Go give them some likes and some follows, and um, give them some purchases, if you would. They're really cool guys, and they put out some really good tunes. Um, subscribe to us at on subscribe to Geek Squatch. Sorry on iTunes. Um, rate us. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. The more stars we get, the more ratings we get, the more exposure we get, and it's good for everybody. If you're a Tell fan, a friend too. Like, please, just yeah, that, yeah. Word of mouth, word of mouth, absolutely would help us out right now, guys. And just get us out there. If you enjoy what you're getting here. Um, do us a favor and kind of help us help us spread it around. Help us spread the love and spread the laughs and do if what you, we want to do. If you enjoy crazy theories about anthropomorphic oh God, gods no. and the murders no. that they commit, no. No. please recommend this. <laughs> right? No. Seriously. If you just enjoy the, the, the furry culture in general, you know, just kind of... <laughs> Brandon has been dying seriously. to bring that into this. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Gadget from Rescue Rangers? Is oh, just, it's off. my it's God. Off. Um, Don't even start. So, um, so, yeah, please go on iTunes and rate us and leave us a comment. And please grab your the closest friend's iPhone, open their iPod, their podcast app and download and us on theirs um visit us at geeksquatch.com email us at podcast at geeksquatch.com for any comments any listener thing anything you want us to read out we're probably going to give you a shout out if you give us an email right now let us know what kind of subjects you want to hear and cover we've heard um feedback on that they want to hear um what was it my little, my little ponies and care bears and stuff like that you guys Come on, we need we need a dude to email us and let us know some other stuff, please. Pogs, I think somebody said the word. Oh pogs. my god, pogs. Pogs would be fun. Um, and somebody wanted to we do Stretch pogs. Armstrong. Yeah. I I have a an idea uh, in my head of doing like an episode in like three different toys. Yeah, we have and to... then just break them up like yeah. that. So. Nice, nice. Um, also, don't forget about the our, we have uh, our Geek Squatch Now program where we go see some current things, some current things in the theaters or on TVs or new games coming out, anything like that. If there's anything coming up this year that you'd be really interested in hearing our thoughts and opinions on, then drop us a line to let us know what that would like, what you'd like that to be, and hopefully we can do a Geek Squatch Now for you on that subject. So. Um, we're gonna get out of here. You can find us all on Twitter individually. Um, you can find Jamie at Traffic Jamie, Caleb at Caleb MCC, Colin at Perkline, myself Brandon at Sesame Seed eighty three, and Alex, who's not with us tonight. You can still find him at Wahersh. Um, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you, and we are out of here.
<laughs> yes, that's exactly where I went with that. I was 10. I was like, I want to fuck that pony. Yeah, that's- <laughs> Can I get that? Get that drop. Get that drop, oh Brandon. God. Get that drop. 